Hey, thanks so much for downloading the latest episode of The Ugly Truth today. Our mom called, so we talk about that, plus a little bit about the Super Bowl and a very strange encounter I had with a certain insect breed. This, plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Shop lipandclip.com. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. You're so cute. I could put you in my pocket. Paula. I feel like I'm going to pee my pants right now. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 407. I don't know. Oh my God. Okay. That was weird. We're off today. Yeah. So welcome to the ugly truth. So I had an outline set for us and then our mother called me. Uh So I thought I would give you a bit of an update. I know all of our listeners love to hear when we talk talk to our mother about things, but actually... If you recall, well, maybe you don't recall, a couple of weeks ago, she had texted me and said she wanted to come over. Mm-hmm. Well, you and I were recording a show and she texted me in the morning and said, hey, I was wondering if I could come by and hang out. And normally I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, it felt very cryptic. And so, <laughs> and it wasn't a lie. I did have a migraine. And oh, I got right. I got through the show because I had taken some medicine. And then once we were done with the show and I was all done, it just it was like I was literally laying in bed going, I've got to get rid of this thing. So I said, hey, can we rain check on the visit? And, you know, I'll obviously hang out with her. It's just she'll get here at 10 and won't leave till six. It's right. just, It's a marathon visits. And so I just did not have it in me. And then the last couple of weeks have been a bit crazy. And so she called me, she called me yesterday from the home phone. Oh, and I did not see the call or the voicemail. I had just done a big iPhone update. And for some reason I didn't get it. So she called me again on her cell phone today And I went, oh, so I answered it and she's like, I'm like, hello. And she's like, hello. Oh. And I went, oh, I go, hello. And I said, what's going on? And, you know, I'm a little burned out on life, but I still, you know, so I'm like, okay. But obviously if there's something wrong, you know. Right. And so is she, is she hospitalized? That's what I was saying. Is she she in the hospital or what? No, she's not in the hospital. Yes. But I'm I'm going to try to I'm going to try to give you the quickest dramatic reenactment without going for 20 minutes on what she told me. Okay. So I tried to get her to get her to cut to the chase and she simply wouldn't. And so none of I us had, can tell a story quickly. Some of us need to say, listen, I've had this plotted out in my mind. If you make me skip ahead, I'm going to have to go back. So just let me say what I need to say. So I'm like, okay. We have to give the, you know, the weather conditions, the wind (laughs) speed, what we were wearing, who was there, what everyone smelled like. You know, it's just. Right. So apparently she's not hospitalized and she doesn't have cancer so let's just get that out of the way so the important things right no no one's dying so apparently um she woke up i think this was on tuesday she woke up and she had some significant pain in her hip like significant and it was to the point where she she goes it was excruciating like a hundred out of ten 
And okay. so I called, she called her doctor and she said, I need to be seen. He said, okay. So they got her in. By the time she got into the doctor's office, the pain was so severe that she did not know what to do. She's like, I've never had pain like this in my life. Why didn't she just go to the hospital? Well, that's what I thought, but she wanted to, she didn't, she felt it was muscular. So she thought that this was something Dr. Fong could handle. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was like, I think it was just a preempt to if there was something that needed to go further, she's starting at ground what ground zero and then she'll, you know, build up to whatever may come. I think mom just likes to be dramatic. <laughs> well, wait till I tell you. <laughs> okay, okay. So, and I, now let me tell you, I'm not making fun. It's just very campos woman type behavior okay it's like driving miss daisy worse so <laughs> so i assume token paul was there to uh paul of course is there and let me tell you she's blessed because apparently he's very very strong oh god she gets into the exam room and the doctor said look you're gonna have to get on the table so that i can examine your hip and your buttocks and the, the back of your thigh or whatever you know i need to get a good look at it and kind of feel and palpitate and she said i can't get on there it's too, it's too painful. And he said, well, you got to try. <clears throat> Fine. So she gets up there. She goes, I tried to get up there. And it was so excruciating that she screamed bloody murder and fell. And Paul and, and the doctor grabbed her before she hit the floor. Uh, but she could not, she could not get the strength to get herself onto the examine table, the examination table. Are we talking about mom or? Yes. Okay. I just, I yes. wanted to clarify because it sounded like somebody else, but. So I know. And so <laughs> the doctor said, I'm going to get you a shot of Novocaine. You're going to have to endure the pain of the shot in your butt, but it's going to help you deal with the pain. And she said, okay, fine. I'll do anything. Now I want to preface by saying, I don't doubt for a moment that our mom is in excruciating pain. And I, at this point I said, mom. Did you break your hip? And she said, so he went to go get the shot. And I said, mother, <laughs> I'm like, just give me the real dirt. Like, did you or did you not? She's like, well, I don't think so. And I'm like, OK, because I just let's just catch to the chase. Are you getting hip surgery? Like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Just tell me. So he comes back and she's it's so excruciating that she says, I need to go to the hospital. And doctor goes, Okay. And so he calls the paramedics. Mm -hmm. So the fire department, she goes, it took them 15 minutes, Jamie, to get to the doctor. <laughs> she goes, it felt like a million years. And I said, well, that is a long time, but it wasn't a, it wasn't like well, you're it having, wasn't a medical emergency. It's not like you had cardiac arrest or, you know, bleeding. So it's not going to be, you know, quick like a bunny. They're going to get there when they can get there. Uh, and, and fortunately, because she went by paramedics, she probably got seen a lot faster. Here's the thing, though. So the firemen come in, the paramedics, and they say, OK, you need to get up out of the chair and because we can't get the gurney into the exam room. So you're going to have to get up and then we'll put you on the gurney. She's like, I can't do that. <laughs> She's refusing to move because it hurts. So, okay. I've had my intestines spilling out of my gut. Mm -hmm. I found a way to get myself to the ER <laughs> without the assistance of paramedics. Mm -hmm. No one likes to endure any kind of pain 
ever, especially when it's excruciating. Totally get it. But sometimes you just have to do what you have to do. Like those people that cut off their limbs to free themselves from the wilderness. You do what you have to do to survive, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In my mind, I'm listening to her talk about her refusal. Now, you think we're divas? You think we are impossible? You've seen nothing until you've seen our mother wanting to not do shit. Like, this is a woman who will absolutely refuse, and you will accommodate it. So the firemen pick her up. <laughs> they pick up the chair, and they pick her up, and they carry her out to the front and place her on the gurney. How does she not feel strange about this i think that the pain was just like i'm not moving so make it work (laughs) i was just like now listen i she is she sounds like she's traumatized and i'm not making light i want everyone's no i'm not making light because it's pain hip pain sciatica i've heard of people assemble teams to address this pain i mean it is not an easy thing to deal with but then you add to the fact that somewhere along the line, we we come from royalty and we come from a place of privilege. And so she's just not. I'm not really sure what line that is because, <laughs> well, we definitely know it's not the Mexican side. And so no, the only other. That's the hardworking side. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not the Maxwell Irish side because no. our grandmother was a waitress. And so. Well, she was a lot of things. Yeah. Well, yes. But. Yes. That leaves the Swedish and the Swedes. <laughs> I don't yes. know a lot about that. I don't either. That could be it, though. It's possible. It. But our grandfather, our, our grandfather comes from a very wealthy family. I know we come from Rest a long peace. line of narcissists. So no, I don't want to <laughs> don't use that label. That's not it. So anyway, so they got her onto the gurney, got her to the to the ER, and they triaged her. They gave her an x-ray, and she said, well, and that was just unbelievably unbearable. And then finally started giving her drugs, which helps, always helps, you know. That's all she wanted. But she, well, I mean, anybody, you want anything to not be in pain anymore. I mean, well, I remember I mean, when I went in, I was like, whatever you gave me, give me more. And they're like, oh, that's morphine. I'm like, thank you. It was so great. I usually so just want answers. I mean, that's my right. whole thing. It's just like, so, why is this happening to my body? They did the x-ray. No fractures, <laughs> no breaks. But so, so no explanation at this point. No, but they want to do an MRI. And she's just like, okay. And so, of course, because, you know, insurance in this country is super duper easy to deal with. Um, she needed like a referral on a referral. And well, she so has Medicare. I mean, what, what could possibly be difficult about that? It's just not easy. And so she has to go back tomorrow morning at the crack of dawn to have an MRI done to see if there's any some if there's some kind of muscular issue. But because she fell trying to get on the examination table, her entire side is swollen now. Like she fell hard and she swears she doesn't remember anything. What? I know. So it's I'm there's a few concerning situations, but I mean, that's that was the purpose of the call. And she she has uh, dictated what kind of pain relief she wants. Uh, So that's been called in. I don't know how she gets these people to do her bidding, but she's like, no, I can't have that. I need to have this. And they're like, okay, and they just give her whatever. It's crazy. I'm like, I want that. I want to do that. How do you do that? 
Well, how do I mean, you just tell people and they just go, okay, <laughs> they just is give it her, through the know? doctor's office or it was the ER and then the doctor. She's like, well, the ER gave me something and I started hallucinating and I'm not going to do that. So I want this. And he said, okay. And she got it. It's crazy. It's so crazy. But she's like, you know, the ER, they're very stingy with their pain relief. <laughs> I'm well, like, yeah. I mean, if you've watched the if you've watched the news in the last year, there's an opioid crisis, and yes. they are passing legislation, and and uh, pharmaceutical companies are going bankrupt, and right. and paying out billions of dollars in lawsuits. But I am willing to wager that she has some kind of fracture. To be honest, I don't know how she got it, but you know, people break their hip all the time, and they don't know how it happens. It's very common. So we'll see. I'll let you know. Hmm. So now she's home and this is the part. Oh god. <laughs> I didn't say anything to her it's because it's not over. Well, she has a walker <sighs> that she has from what, when what? our grandfather when our grandfather lived with her for some time. She he needed a walker. She kept it? So she had it and she busted it out and now she's using it to meander through the house. And you know, the whole point of the story is that it's just the, the the fact that she has the ability to dictate everything and people do it. That is a power that is unmatched by most people. Like, that is really good shit to be able to do that. She's telling everybody, she's like, uh, no, I won't be doing that. And they're like, um, okay. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's crazy. Well, I'm glad you think it's a power and diva-like and all of that uh, stuff. Yeah. I, I would <laughs> kindly disagree, but what would you call it? <laughs> Just something else, but what throwing a temper tantrum and being oh. extraordinarily difficult and well, yeah, that's being what being a diva can be for mm, sure. Yeah. But I mean, I just think of diva differently, I guess, you know, mm, I guess so. Like, you know, demanding coffee and, and, you know, <laughs> I don't know. That's a very simple look on having, having, you know, (laughs) like I heard JLo requires, you know, certain candles and certain perfumes sprayed in the room before she enters and that's Mariah or Mm. white sheets hung on the wall, but they have to be like, you know, 1500 thread count and yeah, a certain type of bottled water and it's got to be room temperature and you know, those kinds of demands, but someone who's just simply refusing to comply well, I've, I've worked with people like that before, and it's not diva-like. It's extraordinarily childlike and frustrating, and and <laughs> I don't want to say milking a situation, no. but it's it's just you know, you are not the only person on the planet that's ever had a pain. That's where we split the road, kind of forks, because I am not one to. I don't like relying on anybody. I, if, if I need to get from point A to point B, I will, I will cut my hand off to get out of the, the national rock climbing place. Like I will do what I have to do. Right. I'm not going to say, well, work with what you got. Cause I ain't moving. Well, like I, mean, I understand yeah. the pain. She didn't want to endure that pain anymore. But I mean, if you're in a burning building and your leg is broken, what are you going to just hope someone shows up? 
I mean, no, you're going to drag your broken ass out. And that you hope that they're going to pick up the chair and walk you out. I mean, right. My whole thing is, is like, I don't find it's anyone's responsibility to do anything for me. You well, know, if you're incapacitated, but I, it doesn't I matter. Think, it's it's well, just <laughs> so we'll just leave you to die. I would you can't I, do it yourself. Honestly, I think that that's fair. You know, every man for uh, themselves, and mm, with the exception no. of children. But I mean, I'm just saying that. You know, I, I I just don't think people owe anybody anything. Well, you're talking about. Well, first of all, we're talking about injured humans. We're not talking about regular old people. We're talking about people who need assistance, which is why they they are called. Well, that's what I'm saying. But is I just don't see someone who is injured being in a position to demand anything. You know, it's just like or refuse yeah. to cooperate. It's just like, you know, I we're, know. we're, we're thought... trying to help you. You understand that. Like, well, it's because I think it's because for her in her in her mind, she's like, I'm not putting myself in that pain again. It's like. Basically saying, well, you have to put your hand in the acid or we can't help you. And it's like, no, no, do something else. Oh, okay. So before we, uh, I found out, I I don't normally watch, I'm not a big fan of the Super Bowl anymore. Usually it's kind of boring, but they released what the halftime show is going to be because the Super Bowl is happening in Miami this coming season. Didn't football just start? It did, but they announced the Super Bowl halftime show because, you know, oh, it takes okay. months and months to plan. Okay. Uh, so it's it's Shakira and J-Lo are the, are the halftime show. So they're going and with a Latin theme, I guess. Full on Latin theme. And everybody's like, you know, you guys realize that Gloria Estefan owns half the stadium that they're performing in and it's in Miami. And, you know, just saying she's kind of a queen. That's rude. Yeah. She may very well show up. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe, she, a maybe she's on thing. the board and she decided she it is. or something. Okay. That's what I'm thinking too. And she may show up. She's badass. I mean, she may show up and just say, hola, you know, and just do the Miami thing. Come on, shake your body, baby. Do the conga. Do. <laughs> okay. Wouldn't that be funny if that's, it was, was all black and then all of a sudden you heard, come on, shake your body, baby. Do. Everyone would be like, ah! Everybody would love it. They'd be so excited. I'd go nuts so I, if I was there. And I, I don't even know why. <laughs> I'd uh, yeah, I'd be, be like, like it's Gloria, you guys. <laughs> and so, so there was some suggestions. They're like, well, we hope there's some cameos, like maybe Enrique Iglesias or Mark Anthony will show up and do a little thing. I'm like, Mark Anthony ain't showing up. He ain't doing that Why? shit. He, he and J Lo are divorced. I they're know. friends. They but have come the, on. They have the twins. I mean, whatever I don't terms, but I don't know. I'd like to see. Well, you know, the representation Everybody, for okay. Latin singers is pretty lame. Everybody's just like. Well, Mr. Miami didn't get invited. I'm like, Pitbull has been on every fucking award show and every <laughs> single tour of every single human. He doesn't need the Super Bowl. Okay. He's done a million things. What is he anyway? Albino? What is it? No, he's Cuban and oh, okay. something. I don't know what he is, but he's Mr. Miami or something. And I'm like, whatever. Mr. Miami can go suck it. He can sit in the field with everybody else and enjoy the show. I'm not going to lie. See how it's done. I you always like thought Pitbull. Pitbull was kind of cute. You know what? Me too. And then I saw him and he's like five two. <laughs> he's 
like really super short. Well, I mean, obviously, it doesn't matter. It's women with large asses. So, yes, that's uh, nothing I could offer him. No, but he I mean, I I do think he he, there's something about him that is sexy for sure. But he's on everything. We don't need him. He just commands attention. He's very confident. Well, he's very he's he's got a swagger for sure, and he wears his aviator shades and goes out there and wears his you know <laughs> scarface suits and does his thing he with is. his bald head. He's so adorable. He's cute. He's a little too short for me, but you know. Yeah, you know, at this point, I I wouldn't even care. I just <laughs> you were like, you're so cute. I could put you in my pocket. I could put you in my vagina and just keep you there. I'll just keep you there all nice and warm and <laughs> scratch the inside of my vulva. Just start shadow just start shadow boxing. <laughs> It'll be fine. That little clip right there, just go pow pow. <laughs> Boom. It'll be so cute. <laughs> all right, moving on. Moving on. Okay, now this is gonna be really hippy dippy. You're gonna make fun of me, but I'm gonna tell it to you anyway, because I found it it was just way coincident. It was so weird okay. that I had to share with you. So a couple of weeks ago, Daryl and I were in San Diego, mm-hmm. and Ma- uh, Malia texted me and said, hey, there's a baby praying mantis in the house. Now, baby praying mantis are not, like barely an inch tall. They're so little, and they're cute. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, uh, where is it? And she goes, it's literally like on the ceiling, mom, upstairs. And I said, well, how did it get up there? Because they don't have wings yet. And she's like, I don't know. And I said, well, have your brother deal with it. And she said, okay. So she told him he didn't deal with it. And one of the cats got it <laughs> and killed it. Oh, why did she just leave it? it? Because she said she showed me a picture of the dead mantis. It had been placed on the sill like a like a kill. Oh God! And I said, Who Oh, did it, Oliver? I don't know, or not Oliver? Is it Oliver? Oliver? It's Olive. Ollie, Olive. And I said, she goes, well, the mantis has been handled. I go, oh, did Tyler get it? She goes, no, it got too close to the ground and one of the cats got it. And I said, oh, that's unfortunate. Why do you have a bunch of hunters at your house? It's probably because they go outside, huh? Cats cats are predators. They're all predators, not just some of them. Our cats don't kill dick. They'll just like put their paw on it and smell it. Oh. And then they (laughs) let it go. Actually... I think Honey tries to go after flies, but all the time they kill things. They kill a lot of stuff, but she doesn't kill anything. Anyway, so I got home from San Diego, and the thing was still on the windowsill. I'm like, oh well, great no. way to way to keep it up, guys. No one Thanks. bothered to throw it in the trash. No, it just looked like a, a sad little green pa- <laughs> paper clip just laying on the windowsill. I'm like, awesome, guys. Thanks for that. So we dealt with that. And then, like a like a week later, there was a praying mantis on the front porch, and it kept trying to get in the house, like, for hours. What is with all the praying mantis? Exactly. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with the praying mantis? Is, like, there, is there an egg sack in our house? This Do you thing have, like, a, a lady praying mantis in your house that, like... That's what I thought! That's exactly... All the suitors are coming to the door, like, hmm, excuse, excuse me, me. Uh, I've just come to see your Mrs. daughter. <laughs> I was wondering if I could see Mrs. Mantis, Mrs. Mantis tonight. I, I have yeah. to let you know that if you do engage in any intercourse, she will eat your head off. <laughs> yeah. That's a risk I'm willing to take. Uh, sir, I'm willing to take that risk. Thank you very much, <laughs> sir. So, yeah. So he's like, I don't understand. I'm like, well, just shut the door. God, don't let it in. And so. I, I like praying mantises. They're weird. But you can't get too close because they mantises. will freaking jump, though. Well, they're and they're mean. They they are mean. They're vicious. Oh, really? And they're, and they're also carnivores, as we know. Anyway, so 
uh, a couple of nights ago, we're watching this show. Remember when you were like, is something wrong? I'm like, no, I'm watching this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So we're watching the show. And so it's over. And so I'm sitting on the couch and I'm getting ready to turn everything off because it's late. And I see something. Now, I have spider vision better than anyone in the house. <laughs> like, so good. So out of the corner of my eye, I see something. I turn and I look and I see something up in the corner by the sliding glass door in the, towards the backyard. So I turn on my phone flashlight and I flash it up. And I think it's a big spider. And I look and I'm like, is that a praying mantis? And Daryl goes, what? And I go, look. And he goes, oh, my God. It was like a three-incher. It <gasps> was huge. And then it turned its whole body, like it was on the ceiling corner part. It turned and maneuvered its body to look at me. <gasps> and I'm like, what's happening in my life? I would have screamed my what head is- up. I'd be like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I got up so hard that I almost peed my pants. I, got I feel so like fast. I'm going to pee my pants right now. And so I was like, you must deal with this. And he goes, all right, all right. I go, now listen, these things, they fly and they, they will attack. <laughs> so please. So you were just, giving him some, some uh, yeah. preemptive strike orders. I'm like, please. And he goes, he goes, I got it. I'm like, where's the stool? So he gets the stool ladder that we have. And I go, just placing it under there. It has eyes. It sees they're angry people. They're creatures that they're vicious. He goes, He's I like, got right. it. <laughs> So I said, so I turned off my flashlight and he turned on the light and then all of a sudden the fan pops on with the light. He's like, why is the fan on? I'm like, okay, this is getting far too chaotic. This is just a praying mantis. So let's just relax and we don't want to kill it. And so he gets a glass. It's going to come back. Okay. First of all, it was huge. And it's like killing an animal. It's big. And so. Just give it to Bodega. You should have made Bodega come inside. (laughs) He could have gotten to it. Yeah. So the thing, so he gets a, Daryl gets like this, this could have gone wrong in so many ways. Daryl gets a glass vase. Why and glass? He takes that <laughs> with a napkin and he gets up on this, this stool in socks. And oh I was God. like, oh my God, he's going to fall and impale himself and it's over. I would have turned the and video so, on. Why didn't you film so, this? I don't know. Because I was terrified. I thought the thing was going to make a beeline to me. I had no idea. That would have been I was even thinking funnier. Only you my... guys could have won $10,000. I could only think of myself at this point. That's true. Okay, mom. He he puts he puts, <laughs> he puts puts the thing over the praying mantis and it leaps to the bottom of the vase. Oh, And I'm like, okay. see, it was ready to go. And so then he, he covers it with a thin napkin. I'm like, what? What do you think is going to happen? You think he's not going to bust through that thing? Right. And so he gets it and the thing is leaping all over. It jumps onto the napkin and I'm like, okay, this is getting far too, far too National Geographic for me. And so he, he sets it free. I go, if you set that thing free, you go like a hundred yards away from our house. Cause I don't know what the hell is going on with the praying mantises, but I don't want it to come back. Yeah. Really? Well, where would he put it by the garden? Because you don't want to put it by the trampoline. No, he no no. He went to the front yard and he put oh, it out okay, into the okay. garden, out out way out on the other side, almost by the neighbor. Why do you have so many of those? I don't know. But the next morning, it was sitting on my front patio, looking in my window. Are you kidding me? And I'm not fucking kidding you. I took a picture of it. I'll send you a picture of it's it. It's like fatal attraction. Like it boiled your rabbit and it's on your stove. <laughs> so uh, so for shits and giggles, I googled praying mantis symbols. <laughs> Because I'm like, maybe this is a sign from Earth. Like, what is this telling me? Mm -hmm. And so, interestingly, 
it says the mantis comes to us when we need peace, quiet, and calm in our lives. Usually, the mantis makes an appearance when we've flooded our lives with so much business activity or chaos that we can no longer hear the still small voice within us because of the external din we've created. After observing this creature for any length of time, you can see why the symbolism of the praying mantis deals with stillness and patience. The mantis takes her time and lives her life at her own silent pace. And I went, well... That makes her sound nice. And this mantis I know. wasn't nice. This thing looked like a effing like alien <laughs> psycho that just like ate a person and came out of their body. It's like I look at him like psycho much. <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with me? Maybe you guys were soulmates. Paula. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's some old lover that died and is returning to me to say, you need peace. It's like the monster in your closet. I don't know. I don't know, but I found it really weird. And what I know if you woke up in Debbie? the middle of the night and you saw it on your ceiling and it was staring at you. That I'd freak the fuck, the fuck out. out of me. I know, right? I would I'd probably, terrified. I'd probably, I'm like, peace this and I'd kill it. <laughs> I mean, it'd be over. I'm like, no more peace. There was one time mom and I were in the car and we had the windows mm. down <laughs> I think we're on the way to Dr. Reacts office and Mm -hmm. a bee flew in the window. We were at a stoplight. A bee flew in the window. And did you both get out of the car? No, I screamed so loud because the bee was literally in front of me. I screamed so loud. The bee turned around and flew right back out the window. (laughs) She's like, you screamed it out the window. (laughs) So funny. I don't realize how loud of a screamer I am. Like I scream ridiculously loud. Do you think mom scream like you think you got mom screamed? Do you think she did that in the doctor's office? I don't know how I'd, and the funny thing is, is like when I'm on roller coasters or like rides mm-hmm. and things that I'm screaming, <laughs> I look down at the people in line and they're looking up and they're laughing. <laughs> and so, I you too. and I always go, and when we get off the ride and you know, whoever's down there waiting, I'm like, oh, well, did you guys hear us? And they're like, that's all oh. anybody could hear. <laughs> like that's everyone so was looking at the ride. Like what oh is going God. on? Cause you hear oh, someone, no. ah, Oh, no, that's you. It's me. Oh, that's hilarious. I hate being that person. I'm always just scared. I I scare other people in the movie theater because if something scary happens, I'm like, "Ah!" and then someone else will get startled and they're like, they're like, oh my god, and they're like, oh my god, they're like, that girl scared me. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sure that you inherited our mother's scream. She she was so embarrassed, by the way, when she when this was all said and done. She called the doctor's office back and apologized. Well, I'm, she was so sorry. I'm glad. Yeah, obviously. Jeez. <laughs> I know. It's insane. So anyway, I get the hint, Earth. Peace and calm. All right. I should look stop up with what, the mantis. I should look up what uh, five extra pounds means that I can't <laughs> lose. Means, <laughs> means close your hole. <laughs> so. I, I, it's these five pounds and I'm not eating anything. I mean, I'm eating normal, but I am yeah. not like eating the sweets or any. Well, mm. that's not true. I oh, bought there a, you go. I bought a 12 pack of donuts the other day. <gasps> another one? Another one and another <sighs> one. And they were good. Well, here's the thing is, is that I, I got a 12 pack. I actually only had two. Mm-hmm. And then, um, <clears throat> when I went to go look for the jelly donuts that I bought, they were gone. And so I'm just like, who the fuck ate my jelly donuts? Cause I was pissed <laughs> and I, nobody ate them. And so what had happened was I got Victor a bear claw 
And uh-huh. so she put all like the big specialty donuts in there first or like and she set the other donuts mm-hmm. to the side because she was going to put them in like on the bottom or something. I don't know what she did. Oh, and she never put them I in. I think she forgot to put them in there. And I'm like, oh, oh, damn no. it. I'm like, so I got charged for a dozen and I missed got- like half my donuts. Oh, so. that's not cool. And then, of course, I so got talked to by the old men and, you know. Yeah, I noticed that. They just like, you know what? When they're old and they're hanging out, that's what they do. <laughs> it's so funny, though. They're they're every time I go, it's there's like seven of them and they're just mm-hmm. sitting there talking up a storm. And I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? I don't know. But then as yeah. soon as I start to approach dead silence. And they're like, well, good, well, good morning. And I'm like, well, well, hello, hi, good morning, you know? young lady. Yes. And then uh, as I leave, you know, conversation, silence. Well, we'll have a nice day. I'm like, thank you. You, you guys have a nice day. <laughs> enjoy your co, enjoy your covert operations since and you're like, silent now. I seriously, they're like 75 or 80, and I'm just like, uh, what, what, what uh, excitement is there to be had by? Just saying hello and goodbye to a, a you know pretty young woman, well, relatively young woman. I just I don't know what the thrill is. You you realize that men can father children at that age. Oh, so they think they're going to have sex with me, <laughs> or or they're, well, they're just putting it in the file? Is that what it is? I'm, I'm just, I don't know. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying that I don't think their drive ever dies. Well, that is like, true. Ever. I heard that Charlie Chaplin had a child at mm. eighty. Uh, yes. Unfortunately, he was too old to pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> you yes. stole my line. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not your line. It's 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 everybody's line. It's Nora Ephron's line. But I yes, forgot who said that. Yeah. Yeah. It was Harry met Sally. Sally. That's right. Harry met Sally. Yes. So anyway, all right. Well, let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Ryan has, uh, not recently, but like within the last month, I would say he way got into the show, the office. He was like binge watching it. And so there was this episode where Michael, uh, was giving blood and he met like this nice woman next to him. And it was after he had broken up with like the HR lady because she had mm-hmm. moved and so yeah, he, yeah, was, yeah. he was thinking about getting back into the dating pool well he actually sat up too fast and he wound up passing out because Ruh-roh. you know when you give blood you give a lot of blood so you have to like sit up slowly you know drink orange juice and you know all that stuff yeah and so um i i forgot what we were talking about but i said <clears throat> one time when i was pregnant i think with Olivia I had to go and give a bunch of like vials of blood for various things and I said I'm like even then I'm like I was like seven vials and I said um when I stood up I'm like I was feeling really woozy and and I'm just like yeah I'm like I felt I I said I've never felt woozy before you know standing up giving you know labs before but yeah like it's really possible to get woozy and then pictures just (laughs) so pictures just like was he? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, when you like give blood and you stand up and your head like gets woozy and you know <laughs> from giving too much or you know just like all that get like dizzy and he's just yes. like he's like you mean woozy? And I'm just like, is that what that is? It's <laughs> so, not woozy. No, I, I, I just kept saying woozy, <laughs> thinking that. And you did you keep saying it because you thought it sounded wrong? So no, you kept saying. I, I thought that's what it was, and oh, I did okay. it again. I was just like, oh, well, that guy got really woozy. And I'm like, woozy, oh, woozy. God. <laughs> I corrected myself. So you're saying myself. that in mixed company. Okay, well, I'm glad someone corrected you. I don't know why I made that Oops. word up, though. Eh, who cares? I mean, it's funny. 
It is weird. I'm, it, well, the thing is, is I didn't want to shit on your point because I'm like, was he? <laughs> <laughs> well, and see, I I appreciate it when I do those things at home because yeah. at least someone can correct me. Because what if I was out in the real world and I was saying was he? And mm-hmm. like everyone's just like, why was she saying Wuzzy? <laughs> you know, no. talking about me behind my back, saying like, like, you know, we it's we Wuzzy girl, <laughs> we expect Wuzzy her girl. to you know protect our company from legal problems, and yet she can't she even can't say, say Wuzzy. Wuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, uh, so mine was, uh, we went to this new restaurant that's right by our house. I've been putting it off because, honestly, it just wasn't appealing to me. I'm like, oh, I mean, it's 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 just, it's, I'm indifferent to it. And it's like, I don't want to spend money at a place that I'm indifferent to, you know? I mean, I just didn't, I didn't know. But a friend... Do you feel obligated to go to new restaurants or... Well, first of all, Daryl really wants to wanted to go and check it out. And then we have a friend who wanted we were all going to go check it out. And then he had an opportunity. So he went with some other friends and I went, oh, well, shit. Now we have to check it out because if we all like it, we'll all go together. Mm -hmm. And so I said, yeah, and we can literally walk there. So we just we didn't have anything going on. And so we walked over and said, well, we'll just get like a cocktail and some small dishes or whatever. So we went over and we sat down and. It's one of those restaurants where it's kind of, it's not hipster, but there's a lot of hipsters that work there Mm -hmm. and um, it's beautiful. And, you know, it was basically everything I expected it to be, but I was struggling with my cocktail. And so he goes, well, would you like another cocktail? And I said, yeah, I don't know. I said, but I'm not really sure what I like. He goes, I said, I like gin and tonic. And he's like, well, I can make you a gin and tonic. I'm like, no, I want to try one of your craft cocktails. And he said, okay. So I decided on one and I said, um, I said, yeah, I guess I'll try that. And he goes, it's not too sweet. And I said, okay. And he goes, but if you don't like it, I'll drink it. I'm like, if I don't like it, I'm spitting at you, spitting it in your face and throwing it at you. (laughs) Jesus, Jamie. Like for like a minute, (laughs) I was trying to be funny. But what happened was in my brain, I literally just said what I was thinking, which I try really hard not to do. That escalated quickly. Exactly. And so he just, he double take for a minute. He's like, um, okay, I'll, I'll make sure it's really good. And Daryl's all, what? And I'm like, I, I was trying to be funny. You're like, that came out wrong. That came out really, really strong. That was a strong response. Accident. Total accident. <laughs> so, of course, I'm drinking it. So, okay. he's like, so, so is it all right? Do you like it? And I'm like, yeah, it's really good. Thank you. He's like, okay. Oh, Phew. my God. <laughs> was so Well, funny. even if you say that came out wrong, they're probably asking, like, so how did you mean for that to come out? <laughs> I you know? don't like, know. I'm not really sure. Like, I'm not sure, but it was. What other interpretation there would be? <laughs> there was literally no filter. But see, then they just got a glimpse into what really goes through my brain oh, when God. I'm thinking out. I mean, nobody ever would want. I told Derek, he goes, I would love to be inside what your, your whatever your pretty head is thinking. I mean, you do not oh, God. want to be in my head. <laughs> Trust me. You'd be very, you'd, very few people you'd would be survive. shanked to the jugular upon entrance. <laughs> you would you would gather up our children and flee if you knew what was going on in my brain. You'd be like she's a psychopath everyone yeah, get right. out my brain yeah. has rooms and you could just you know, I do enter one of them and you'd be like 
you know? You know that you know that movie with J Lo where it was called The Cell, where she has to like literally go oh, into yeah. a She's crazy person's someone... brain. Yeah, the brain. Yeah, I, heard, I Yeah, that's that. pretty much what it would be like for us. It'd be a horror film for anyone who dared. I always think about that scene in Ghostbusters when she opens the refrigerator and like all that green light <laughs> and wind comes out. Yeah, like, like, I imagine. Ah! I imagine that's what it would be like to open my brain. <laughs> Seriously, my brain would be frightening. So, so the other night. Um, Brian and I went to McDonald's to uh, pick up dinner for everybody and we were at mm-hmm. the drive-thru and they're just like, okay, we're not quite done with your one thing, so go park at number one and we'll bring it out to you. And so I'm just like, <sighs> alright, fine. Fucking so we're sitting that. there and there's a bus stop literally like right by the McDonald's. And so mm-hmm. this guy, who is obviously disturbed in some fashion, oh, no. gets out and he sees us in the car and he's looking no. at me. Oh, shit. And so... I just automatically go to like dead eyes and I'm just like looking at him and I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I literally have like daggers coming out of my eyes. Like you even come an inch to me and I will end you. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. he he starts to like, I guess you could call it show off. And Oh God, he's talking to himself. He goes to the tree right in front of our car and starts picking the bark off. And you know, if that's going to impress me according to a disturbed person, I guess. Wow. And so, and he keeps looking over and every time he looks over at me, I'm just staring at him like die. Yeah. And Ryan was a little nervous, but he kept looking at me and he could just see me like, I am not taking my eyes off this person. And I just keep staring at him like death, death, death. And then eventually he just kept looking at me and then he just kind of like turned and kept walking. And I'm like, you know, isn't that funny? (laughs) It's funny how that works. Yeah, I mean, I just, mm-hmm. I wasn't letting my, I wasn't letting my stare stop and my eyes no. never stopped screaming, I will kill you. And so. I, you know what? I, I have told her that cause, um, you know, and we should talk about this. Have you ever, were you ever bullied in school? No. Like legit bullied? No. Yeah. Because we were all your bullies. It's just cause I didn't let anybody give me any right. shit. Well, you know? I will, I think we should talk about, cause Daryl and I were talking about bullies um the other day in the car for some reason uh i can't remember specifically what it was about it was something about bullies and um and how they deal with them now versus when they were when i was a kid Mm -hmm. like the the way they deal with bullies in school now is just vastly different and so i think we should talk about it because i yeah i definitely agree i had i had two bullies in my my school career from kindergarten up till I graduated I had two specifically yeah and I was telling him about one that the one in high school was telling him about it and I was like a, I was absolutely out of my mind furious but we're getting I mad <laughs> I was so angry and I was just I couldn't believe like to this day now because if I could go back I would have kicked her ass I'm like just I'm such a different person now than I was back then I know. Anyway. I, I well, it kind of reminds me of uh, <laughs> Billy Madison that movie. Yeah, remember he calls uh, Steve Buscemi and he's just like, I yes! just want to call you and apologize for being such an asshole in school. And he's just mm-hmm. like, okay. And then he's like, list of people to kill. And Billy Madison was on there, so he X's him out. <laughs> and then he lays back and pushes a bun- bunch of red lipstick all over his face. I know. I <laughs> Obviously, he was messed up. But yes, I'm just like. I wonder if that happens. Like the people who were like horribly bullied in school, if they just if crack they at list. one point and, you know, want to yeah. just destroy people's lives. So. I don't. Yeah, definitely not me because I, I don't care enough. But I definitely. No, but I mean, th- but there are people out there who were just. Oh. I don't even understand. Like I. Re- well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk time, about but, it. Okay. But okay, anyways, okay. it's just. 
Yeah. yeah. See, it's a good subject. It's a good subject. We will. We'll talk about bullies. I'm just wondering if you were the bully, <laughs> if you didn't have any. Well, I mean, yeah. Did I you can... bully anyone? No, I can't talk okay. about it. I mean, I okay. I had people attempt to pick on me. I will say yes. that much. Okay. So... Okay. Well, we will. I we will talk about it because I it'll be really interesting to talk about it because the way we handle bullies today in this society versus the society of the '80s is just so clearly well, different. According to schools, how you should handle a bully exactly, which doesn't at our, work at our house. We have a different philosophy. So do we. And it's it's served us all very well. So. And and if they follow the rules, it ends with ice cream. It always ends with ice cream. <laughs> yes. So all right. all right. Well, I think that's it for today. Thank you everybody for joining us. Hopefully you had a happy uh weekend. And um it is definitely getting close to Halloween, so it's safe to start putting out your pumpkins and decorations. And so if you need to start looking for those things, please go to uglytruth.com, click on the Amazon button. Uh they're starting to put out their uh fall Halloween wear. Uh, I know we started looking at costumes because we're trying to figure out what we're gonna be. Yes. You should go look for your wig so you can start thinking about what you want to do. And then uh, visit lipandclip.com because you want to get your fall makeup, you know, bronze, browns, uh, blacks, cool colors, purples. I always like purple. It looks really great. It brings out your eyes. And then darker lipsticks. Other than that, enjoy the beginning of your week and we will talk to you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.